Hello and welcome to the 5 for 5 Rock and Metal Podcast. I am your host, Eric, and this is episode 35, Vast. Alright, so yeah, welcome to the Vast episode, and for this episode I'm going to bring in um, my friend who I've known for a long time, uh, my friend Tiffany. Tiffany, how's it going? It's going great, Eric. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thanks. This is going to be great. And um, so so the first time uh, I saw Vast, or I started hearing from Vast, was like around 1999 or 2000, when um, up in Boston they have a radio station, WAF, and, and they started playing uh, the song Touched by Vast. And um, that's how I heard of them and, um, you know, bought the album. And I've been a fan ever since with that debut album, the self-titled album. So um, the first time you heard uh, heard of them, I know it was from me, right? Um, yeah. I introduced you to them. But um, so like, what did you think when you first heard Vast? I thought it was emotionally charged. It really spoke to my like late teen goth mindset it was very high like you know hyperbolic mm-hmm. he's very melodramatic and, and then later on i also heard touched on the radio not very often mm-hmm. but it did come on yeah he's surprising you know um yeah and it, it was um it was nice to hear and, and then the first time i now you never got to see them live right they weren't a touring no. band big t- you know then they were never a big touring band um and I've been a fan of them, you know, for over 20 years, and I've only gotten to see them twice. Um, so the first time I saw them was in 2000. They were they were touring for their second album, um, Music for People. And so the uh, the show was Orgy. Orgy was the headliner. They were kind of becoming popular. Um, and it was in a small club in Providence, Rhode Island, called Lupo's. Uh, really small capacity. And Orgy was headlining, like I said. And they brought three small up-and-coming bands with them. And one of them was Vast. And the other two were Disturbed and Lincoln Park. And that's just a ridiculous lineup to see with like, you know, 500 people or whatever was there. But that was the lineup and I got to see Vast for the first time. And it was it was an amazing show. And then I got to see him a second time in 2007 when they were touring for April. So, um, but now all these years later, you know, they, they don't make, make a lot of noise, but they have seven full length albums. They have like 20 EPs and, um, and we'll try to rank our top five. So... Uh, you ready for this? Yep. All right. All right. Here we go. Number five. All right. So number five. Um, yeah, like I said, we have a, we had a lot of music to uh, to pick from. Um, seven full length albums and. 20 EPs ranging from, you know, decades ago all the way through 2018 with the newest one, um, She Is Murder. Um, and we are still waiting for another new album, which is supposed to be out in 2018, but um, it still hasn't come. But anyway, um, at number five, what I ended up putting there was the album Making Evening and Night, uh, the seventh album from 2014. And this one was was pretty weird. Um so what he did, what John did, was he began releasing demos, um, asking for the fans to vote on the songs, whether or not they would make the album. And um, so what he did is, is he ended up coming out with a double CD, a double disc, 23 songs, all the, uh, all the songs that the uh, fans voted for, 
um, were on the first disc, and then the songs that they didn't vote for actually went on the second disc, so they all made it anyway. Um, and it just had like an older vibe to it. I really like the song It's Time and the way it opens with Again and Again and um, some good songs on the second album too. Um, but overall, it just had a, a better feel. It om- I almost put um, the album Me and You in here, but um, what I ended up settling on was making evening and night even though i I only knew recently that they even created this thing um unfortunately i really hadn't been paying attention but but yeah i've I've really liked it over the last uh, few months um so that's where i went with number five how about you okay so i didn't get to listen to that album uh with the the fan Mm -hmm. collaboration but it's interesting you said that you almost put me and you because that's what i did Mm -hmm. i really only like one song on that album i felt like it sounded like john crosby but it didn't have his voice mm-hmm. so it only made number five yeah i agree i, I tried listening to me and you and i've, I've got the cd and i and i got it immediately because i was such a big fan back then but um the whole thing is um i don't know it's just it just sounds like a, like an acoustic album like all the the ambiance of an of a vast album is missing you know what i mean i agree so maybe he got sick of mixing in like the chants and echoes that he mm-hmm. always adds, but um, it, it just didn't have his feeling. Yeah. So um, you know, I don't know. He's you know he's the sole person really in the band, so maybe he just wanted to try something new in a different direction, and then, and then that's what we got. But yeah, me and you's okay, and it almost landed in five for me as well. But um, but yeah, that's where we went for for number five. Number four. So at number four, um, I, would, I went with their second album from 2000 called Music for People. And um, so this album is kind of when John Crosby kind of had difficulty with his record label. They wanted him to create something a little bit more, I don't know, widely accepted, like kind of almost like more generic, I feel like more. And, and I have no proof of this, but I feel like that's why he labeled the, the album Music for People kind of like to be sarcastic like okay you want me to write something that more people like i'm gonna write this and i'm gonna name it music for people so i i don't know if that's true but i i feel like that's what he did anyway um to me there's five great vast songs on here and the rest is just very okay like very blah um so for me the way the album opens with the last one alive and then free which was also a video on mtv which helped them gain some popularity and then I don't have anything is probably one of the probably one of the saddest songs he's ever wrote, and it's on this album, and it's a really good song. And then what else do I need? And will we meet again? So those five songs I think are great. Everything else I kind of just think is okay. Um, but I do like this album, and it's the first time I got to see Vast live, so um, so I do appreciate it in that way. But overall, it it was definitely a step back from the debut album, so that's why I put this one uh, back here at number four. How about you? Where'd you go with four? I think it's so interesting what you said because I almost totally disagree. Wow. My fourth, I know, I, I can't wait to talk about it. My fourth is actually April. Oh. I really only like Sunday, I'll Be Gone, and I do like that one a lot. Um, I thought it was interesting. He had two songs on here that were um, a different sound for him, Frog and Tattoo of Your Name. Mm-hmm. But I didn't really feel like the album had any draw for me to play it from start to finish. There are several songs I didn't even like on there. I always skip. So I do like the album, but it's definitely number four. Mm, I'm surprised because I, I liked April a lot more than you did, obviously. And 
maybe you liked music for people a lot more than I did. So um, but that's good to know. So, um, all right, that's where we went before. Number three. So now for number three, um, I went with the album you just mentioned, uh, April from 2007. It was their fifth album. And I absolutely loved the album when it first came out. Um, I really did like the song, You're Too Young. Sunday I'll Be Gone, yes, is, is very good. Um, Tattoo of Your Name is really unique. And usually John with um, with songs, right, he has like one subject and he sings about like that one thing. But in Tattoo of Your Name, he tells a whole story, right? He tells a story about like kind of like a love affair and there's a lawyer and there's a murder and like a trial. And it's like really neat. It's a really, really cool story that he tells. And that's not typical for him. Um, so I really like that one. And the final song, Take Me With You, I absolutely love. I think the whole song is like so enchanting and I love it. And it's one of my favorite, maybe my favorite closing track to any vast album um, is Take Me With You. So I love that song and it's one of my favorite vast songs. And that's why that with all the other songs that I really, really love um, for me put April here at number three. How about you? So I went ahead and did music for people. Okay. Um, you're right. It does harken back to his debut album. It, it's very much his tone and his voice. And maybe it is generic, um, but I am an average pop person, so <laughs> I love it. Um, I didn't like The Gates of Rock and Roll. No. I thought that was the worst song on the album. I agree. Um, but Song Without a Name, We Will Meet Again, that's kind of sad. Mm -hmm. Last One Alive, I really like. Yep. There's some good ones on there. Mm -hmm. No, I agree. There's, there's lots of great vast hits on there uh, as well. And um, yeah. Okay. So yeah, so we just flipped those and uh, feel slightly different about them, but on to number two. Number two. All right. So on to number two. And, um, and I really think vast has two complete albums, like two hundred percent perfect complete albums. And that's these two. And for number two, I went with nude and nude was their third album from 2004. Um, and I guess it was a reading about it more now than that. Of course, I got it immediately when it was released, but now looking back and, and learning about it, it's kind of like a limited release. And then a couple of years later, they re-released a double disc called Turquoise and Crimson, where they took Nude and they rearranged things and they made a double album. And, you know, I don't want any part of that. So to me, Nude is everything. And um, from the first track, Turquoise, to, to songs like Lost and Winter in My Heart, and Candle, and the final track, Desert Garden, which is one of my favorite all-time bass songs. I love Desert Garden. Um, and it's just a simple acoustic song at the end, and it's one of the best closing tracks that they have. Um, and after a, to me, a mediocre second album with Music for People, this one really went back to the debut album vibe. And, um, you know, I, I loved this one so much and it just recaptured everything that I loved about the first album, but it, it wasn't almost as good. And, um, but I love Vass, uh, I'm, I loved Nude and even today when I listen to it, it's just, uh, lots of, uh, memories with this album. So, so what about you? Okay. I totally agree. Nude is definitely my number two. Right. Um, it, and it's, it's succinct. It, it flows so well. Winter in My Heart's my all-time favorite. That gets mm. stuck on repeat. Mm. Um, I really like Japanese fantasy. I think that's a fun sound. Don't take your love away. Lost is brilliant. I want to like Ecstasy. I love the music of it, but for once, I don't love the vocals. Mm -hmm. But that's a great song as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Ecstasy's probably the weakest song on the album. Um, 
but you know, once you're in the flow of the album, it just kind of, it's kind of yeah. there, but that, you know, yeah, ecstasy. And then you've got candle and I can't say no. And then, you know, it finishes off with desert garden. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's a great album. Okay. On to number one, here we go. Number one. So now number one, the best vast album to me has always of course been the original, the debut album, visual audio sensory theater. And, um, it was from 1998, their first album, um, I got it pretty soon after it was released. One of my favorite albums of all time period, just in the history of music to me, this is one of the best albums of all time. And then digging into this album, um, you learn that John was basically by himself, created Vast Alone. He basically did all the parts. He wrote these songs when he was like 17 years old. And these songs are like so sophisticated and complex writing for a teenager. I mean, a teenager writing these songs. Um, mature songwritings, right? Lyrics from songs like Flames and Pretty When You Cry and Dirty Hole, right? And Touched. Like, how is a 17-year-old even writing these lyrics? I have no idea. But to me, it's one of the most impressive albums I own all the way through to The Nile's Edge and You, the way the album closes. Um, and just the way, you know, like I said, at 17, by himself, he's bringing in all these other instruments, all these other sounds, and the pianos, and the harps, and the violins, and the cellos, and like, and the way he constructed the whole thing, it was like super ambitious, and a crazy song structure for such a young person to do alone. Um, you know, it was just so impressive, and every time I listen to this, like I said, one of the greatest albums, I own, and there's such a huge gap between this and, to me, everything else Vast has done. Um, but this, this is one of the greatest albums of all time. So, so. You couldn't be more right. Like, this is also one of my all-time favorite albums. It's one of those you really do want to play from start to finish mm -hmm. um, every single time you play it. Every. And the layering, I mean, you got to think, this is, this is 17 years, or this is a, a small lifetime's worth of um, making your, your tone and your voice found and all these topics and like really fleshing them out. There's like um, a religious issue within this. There's a, a lustful issue within this. He explores these things that you would expect from somebody who's like burgeoning on adulthood. Yeah. And to be able to do all these, like you said, all the different topics he did with all the different instruments and to be able to put it all together like this. And it's so, it's so different and unique from anything else that was happening. This is the nineties, right? This is, yeah. I mean, this is not happening in the nineties, this kind of music. So for, it's hard to pick your favorite song out of this. I think truly, if you enjoy this album, you don't have a favorite song. Like I, I love, of course, pretty when you cry temptation three doors is really fun, but even untitled that like musical mm -hmm. bridge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, so like I said, really mature and really sophisticated for somebody to do at such a young age and to do by themselves. And for all these years later, I assume most Vast fans identify with this one when you talk about Vast. You talk about this album primarily. So, um, so yeah, it was it was it was great, and, and I'm and I'm glad we we had a chance to to relive it. So that's why I really love doing these episodes, is you get to go relive all this music that maybe you don't listen to very often, you know. And, um, so, and I'm glad. Yeah, it was a lot of fun to go back through them all, and and you're right, have those memories of your your youth. Where where were you? Mm -hmm. How many times did you cry to this song? <laughs> you know, all, all that fun stuff. Yeah, so so beautiful. It was uh, excellent, and I'm I'm glad you were able to do 
fast with me. So that was, that was great. So, um, next episode now it's really hard to transition from vast you know there's no good segue because there's no other bands that i'm a fan of that that really um are like vast so um because they're so mellow and so unique so so the only thing i could think of is um you think maybe like a band like the cure right is is somewhat in the realm of vast yes um yes okay so exciting sentence you just made well yeah but i'm not knowledgeable enough with anything the cure has ever done to do a complete episode like this so i I don't know anything really about the cure other than a few songs here and there but there's a band who came out with a new album this year um that covered love song by the cure and that's where i'm going to go with my next episode and that band is dope so excited to do that dope has a bunch of albums now and the newest one has a as a song by the cure on it so that's where we're going to go see you then